And you're listening to Thuthia Bruja. I'm Bex Carlos. And thank you for sharing space with me. It is 2.22 a.m. on August 16th. We have about an hour until the new moon. Hopefully, if I can release this as soon as possible. I'm not going to edit it. But my first question is, have you been personally victimized by the stars? Because I have, I'm raising my hand, Um, go back. If you haven't listened to the previous episode, Summer Solstice New Beginnings, um, because I want to address a lot of things from that episode. You know, I've been in a healing process for the last almost six weeks or so mentally because I had surgery Um, to remove the teratoma that they had discovered on like June 7th or something. I think that's the date I was at the ER. I found out I had this teratoma and it was like this whirlwind, right? Like it kind of just took the wind out of my sails, I guess, so to speak. And there was this like fog over my life. I was like, okay, well, I got to like figure it out. I got to get it removed. What's the next step? What am I doing? It was all just a lot of planning, moving, quick thinking, And I had that going on in my life. Side note, it was removed. Everything went amazing. Yay, Mexican healthcare. You know, I'm very grateful that I was able to remove it so quickly. But, you know, I was just like in a mess, you know, I was in a mess. And I know in the last episode, I also talked about how someone had popped back into my life. And... (laughs) If you were to ask me what my drug of choice is, I think I would tell you that it's love because the idea, the possibility of getting swept away by someone is really nice. You know, like you kind of, I don't know if you do this, I do this. I kind of create this whole idea, this fantasy of like what it could be like if it worked out, if it's all great and dandy and we love spending time with each other. And I'm such a grandiose person. I like cute dates and having moments that just feel like one of a kind and, you know, just getting again, lost in somebody, but I'm an air moon. So just as quickly as I can be into the idea, I can also like fall out of the idea. And that's something that sort of happened. There's like seven planets by early September, I think, that are going to all be in retrograde. So we are all collectively changing and mentally going through a lot. But let me tell you that the Venus retrograde has really personally put a microscope to how I show up in relationships and how people show up for me in relationships and whether or not that like is something that feels right. How I feel about jobs and traditional things like been accepting and dealing with for like a long time. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's go back. We're going to call them the divine distraction. The divine distraction popped into my life about a week after I found out that I had said tumor. And, you know, I think the thing that was difficult from the get-go is that we met on one of the apps, as the kids do these days. They were more so taken with my, what I do for a living, you know, in editing podcasts and my creative experience. And I feel like they were sort of from the whole time, just like going back and forth about like what they even wanted, right? And maybe from the get-go, from the time that they swiped on my profile, because I typically just say like, oh, I edit podcasts or something like that is like a job thing, right? Maybe they were just like, I want this person to help me. 
with this, you know? And I'm just like, well, if that was the case, then like, why didn't you make that clear when I tried to make that clear through all of it? Like maybe they did care, but I really don't think that they did because my birthday was two days ago and I didn't hear from them and I get it. We're in a weird spot, but it really just seems like they were more invested in what I offered than me. And that's a bummer because I'm fucking great. I don't make myself small for anybody, you know? Um, A lot of my life I did. And something I don't allow in any form now is white supremacy, you know? And there are three pillars that allow white supremacy to happen. Government, the church, and family dynamics. And the thing is, is if you don't want your government, you know, to oppress people whether that be black folk, whether that be indigenous folk, any type of marginalized people, queer people, if you don't want your government doing that, if you don't like the harms that religion causes to people, why are you accepting it in your family dynamics? You know, why are you allowing your family to be abusive of you? And you might say, oh, well, they're my family. So what? So what? I'm sorry. Here's a hard truth that maybe you don't want to hear, if you allow dysfunction in your family dynamics, you will forever have terrible relationships, unhinged relationships, because you've normalized it in your, what you are allowing and how you are allowing your parents to treat you, you will continue to allow in all of your relationships, period, point blank. And Personally, I've done entirely too much work on myself to ever allow that, ever. And so if you are constantly healing and working on yourself, you know, I hope that you realize that you are worth having people be nice to you. I personally am just not at a place where I have the mental space or want to do the mental labor of like helping someone else decolonize and also like holding their hand through like what they deserve. You know, like I, my ex, amazing human, love him to death. We're still the best of friends. But I also realized that 12 years and and counting because we're still friends of effort and time has been put into teaching him not only how to treat me, you know, but also to be more consciously aware of like marginalized people and their struggles, you know, and I just don't want to have to do that again. You know, I just, I, I think that what this Venus retrograde really taught me, like how I show up for people and the ways that I want people to show up for me. And if I have to constantly explain to you how to treat me well, I don't want it. I'm not interested. Sorry. After my surgery, because the Venus retrograde started on like the 22nd and I had my surgery on the 24th and a few days after that, someone came to visit me and to check in. It was like a friend of my parents and older man gave me a copy of the five love languages. And okay, like I get it. It was a Christian psychologist who came up with that. But I think there is some truth in it. And the thing that I want everyone to realize is that like how we receive love and how we give love is totally different. How I give love is I 
like to give words of affirmation and quality time with like the person that I care about. How I receive love, however, is physical touch is important to me and therefore sexual intimacy is important to me. Like I didn't get words of affirmation like growing up, you know, it's nice, but it's a very strange concept to me. And I also think that because I kind of do everything out of spite a little bit, so I don't really need it. You know, I am always very proud of my work. A lot of time and effort and consideration goes into it and it connects with people. I'm always baffled when people in all these different places and all these different countries listen to the show and say that it resonates and it connects with them on some deep level, because that's the point. You know, I feel like I sit here in front of this microphone and I bear my soul hoping that maybe someone out there feels a little less alone and that we can have that moment of uncomfortableness, that thought, that feeling, that whatever, and maybe have power over it. But yeah, I just, I think it's also been difficult because like for the longest time in my life, I confused lust and love. And I think I also used to give my heart away so much quicker. And now I'm like, "Mm -mm, it's mine. You can't have it. Mm -mm." And I think because again, I am a Gemini moon. I just as quickly as I fall into something being a great idea, I also fall out of it. So I think what the Venus retrograde has personally taught me is that I just need to focus on myself. You know, distractions are great and cute people are cute, but sometimes that's all it is, is a distraction. And I just have to be okay with that. It taught me what it taught me and that was good and now it's gone. Let's talk about the planets that are in retrograde. Let's see. Pluto, that's going on until October 10th. There's probably a lot of stuff within your life or just things that you're becoming aware of that are like power struggles. And that's why I sort of come back to like ideas of white supremacy and like pillars and dynamics in your life that, you know, you need to learn and grow from. Saturn is in retrograde until November 4th. And so you're probably doing a lot of reflective work right now. Neptune is in retrograde as well until December 6th. And so I wouldn't be surprised if you are really dealing with like how you show up in the world and like maybe you're having a lot of um, either dreams or just like a lot of your subconscious is coming to light. Remember that like the things that we've told ourselves aren't always true. Sometimes we are carrying on the narrative of like other people and like what they've said to us. Venus is in retrograde until September 3rd. Just remember that, you know, love will be challenged. How you show up in your relationships will be challenged. How you show up at work will be challenged. So just be aware. Uh, And then the Mercury retrograde starts on the 23rd. And that's going to go on to the 15th of September. So a lot of X's, a lot of like past things to be aware of that we weren't aware of. To wrap up August, Uranus is going to go into retrograde. And so it's going to be a lot of frustrations, I feel. You know, you're not going to have as much growth as you typically feel like you're trying to bring into your life. So just be gentle with yourself. We are trying to unlearn habits and 
it's very easy to get upset at yourself for it not working out the way that you wanted to anything, you know? And then in early September, Jupiter is going to go into retrograde. So just know that everything is feeling like it's on fire, you know, just everything. So just be super aware of the signs. Journal if you don't. Try to keep it just chill. The new moon in Leo, it's going to be 538 Eastern time, which I'm in Mexico time, which is the same as mountain time. It'll be 338 our time, 438 Central, 238 Pacific. August is great for manifesting. It really is. But that being said, as you're removing a lot of that sludge to allow more abundance in, you need to be aware that it's not all going to be super easy. It's just not, you know, you're going to have to deal with a lot of roller coaster of emotions just (sighs) happening. And, you know, the thing about Leo is that it can be so loving and loyal and that energy so regal, but at times it can be like aggressive and dramatic and manipulative. And so with everything that's happening in the sky, just be aware that you if you're doing things to heal and grow and like stand up to obstacles, like you're going to have a great time. If you're not, you're going to be more aware of the things that are wrong with you, you know? So, or just maybe not even necessarily wrong with you, but like the situation around you. I'm just so emotionally drained. I don't think I have anything more to give other than to myself And I think that I just need to remember, as you need to remember, that you cannot pour into other cups if your cup is empty. I'm going to end it at that. Uh, I hope this episode was useful, informative, what have you. Take it easy with the new moon. And, you know, I'm going to probably here in the next few weeks be releasing a lot of new and old episodes I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of ideas of things that we can all collectively think about together. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Bye.